Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, a quick word before we start this week's bonus episode of GDUX. We are a week away from the second GDUX.me conference that's happening on GDUX.me, that is GDUX.me, live for three days. We're going to have featured speakers from all corners of the industry to show you how to win as a game developer. Be sure to show up, show some love, and learn something. It's going to take place between 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific time. From Monday through Wednesday, that is November 4th through the 6th. See you guys all there. All right, super. So, um, uh, as you know, I'm going to be making, uh, I'm going to be talking about how to yeah, make a YouTube channel to uh, build an audience. So, uh, yeah, we all want to make okay, great video games, obviously, and sell them to the world and have uh, millions of people loving it. Uh, it's a very cool goal to have, but it isn't easy. So, obviously, there's the massive challenge of uh, making a great game. So, you know, from art to uh, programming to music and design, um, yeah, games are complex things to create for sure. Uh, especially if you're an indie game developer, where you need to be good at lots of different things if you hope to ever finish a great game. Uh, so yeah, to finish a game is an incredible feat. Uh, even a small free web game, it's yours and you know, lots of passion and hard work was put into it and you deserve to have people play it. Uh, but a huge majority of games sadly are released and just completely ignored. Uh, and I was one of those developers, the first six or seven games, um, small web games I made were only played and reviewed by my, my family and a few friends. Uh, they weren't groundbreaking games, of course, but that absolute silence and uh, lack of feedback did feel a bit weird and discouraging at times. So I realized that not only I needed to you know, keep improving as a developer, a programmer, artist, and game designer, but if I wanted to turn this hobby into a full-time thing, I would need to find a way to you know, share my work with the rest of the world and get people knowing about me and caring about what I create. So in this talk, uh, basically, I'm going to be covering the fundamentals of making a YouTube channel. Uh, making YouTube videos is not only a, a ton of fun, it uh, really is, but uh, of course, it'll help you build up that passionate audience that will yeah, support you and play your game when it does come out, so when it does get released. So uh, we'll cover why making a YouTube channel is awesome and should seriously be considered to build up an audience, obviously. We'll also take a look at how to start a YouTube channel from the equipment needed, uh, types of videos to create, uh, building a cool brand and lots more. And finally, we'll take a look at the few downsides of making and upkeeping a YouTube channel. Uh, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, of course, but yeah, it mostly is. But yeah, there's a few downsides that are important to keep in mind. So uh, yeah, first of all, a bit more detail about me. So I'm Noah again. Uh, I'm 19 years old, and yeah, I have a YouTube channel called Blackthorn Prods, um, which has yeah over 100,000 subscribers now, and it's all about game dev, of course. So I seriously started making games almost three years ago, uh, which isn't that much, but ever since opening up Unity, I've just been in love with game creation, 
And there's hardly been a day that goes by without me just programming, uh, making game art, creating videos about game dev, or yeah, just fiddling with Unity and so on. So I've completed 31 games in all. Uh, most of them are small, some are a bit crap. Uh, but one thing is for sure, each one has taught me um, a lot and has helped me you know, improve as a game developer. And currently, I'm, I'm finishing up my very first commercial game called The Dreadful Whispers, uh, which is a 2D platformer about overcoming uh, your fears. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. And of course, I have a YouTube channel, Blackthorn Prod, which is focused on game dev. Uh, and lastly, I'm also a Udemy instructor, which means I made uh, two game dev Udemy courses with my brother. So I've done quite a lot of things, but so yeah, this talk's going to be focused on my YouTube channel and how that helps me you know, grow this audience and really improve as a game developer. So that is the first um, question we're going to be uh, asking is, you know, why YouTube? So there are literally hundreds of games getting released every single day, as we know. Uh, as a result, you know, when you release your own game, it can be very, very hard for it to get the attention it deserves. Uh, unless your game is absolutely phenomenal or incredibly innovative, if you haven't done any marketing for it and release it with nobody even knowing about it beforehand, then your game is very likely to be completely ignored. And that's pretty awful, uh, especially if the game is good and you've put so much passion and hard work into it. Uh, if hardly anyone plays your game, you will also be able to turn game dev into your full-time job. Uh, and you'll also find it a lot harder to improve because you won't get that precious um, feedback uh, from players and that structured criticism from players because you know, as a developer, it can be hard to spot your own game's flaws. Uh, is the game too easy? Maybe for you, the developer it is because you've been playing your own game for hundreds of hours. But for the average player, your own game uh, I mean, the game might be ridiculously hard and you won't know that unless you get feedback and you know, criticism and stuff from players. Um, so yeah, having an audience is really important. You want your games to be played, especially if you want to turn game dev into a full-time job and not just a hobby. Uh, you want to improve as a developer thanks to player feedback and understand what people like about your games, but also what they dislike or find unfair. Uh, and of course, having people play your game can be very motivating and keep you excited to continue working on your craft and improving your skills. So uh, there are obviously lots of ways to build up uh, an audience, but I'll focus in this talk on the only way I'm experienced with, and that's through YouTube. So yes, having a YouTube channel is a great way to build up a passionate fan base, uh, people who play whatever you make, give you feedback and support you throughout your game dev journey. Uh, marketing yourself with YouTube can be lots of fun. It's also a way to stay completely independent. Uh, you're not relying on some publisher and you're not working for a big company. You're building up your very own audience and yeah, people who just care about you and what you make, which is, which is really awesome. Uh, so YouTube can mean being independent, yes. And YouTube can also be a source of income while you work on your game. Uh, for example, you can enable ads on your videos which will give you a certain amount of money every month, depending on how many people watch your content. Uh, initially, with only a few hundred views per video, you'll hardly get any money from ad revenue. But the more your audience grows and the more views you get, the more money you'll also receive, obviously. And you can also set up a Patreon page for passionate supporters of your work to give you monthly donations. Uh, you can open up a merch store or even look for cool sponsors to earn some extra money while you work on your game projects. Uh, I have a whole video on my channel on exactly how much money I earn 
which I recommend you check out after all these uh, talks, of course. So yeah, YouTube is an awesome way to build up an audience, stay independent, but also earn some money so you don't starve yourself and maybe even your family uh, while you work on your game. And for lots of other reasons, as we'll see throughout this talk. So, so how do you start this YouTube channel? What equipment do you need? What types of videos should you create? And what else will YouTube give you? So first of all, name your YouTube channel. You've got to give it a name. Uh, my channel and company name is called Blackthorn Prods, uh, which is weird and pretty hard to pronounce for some people. But uh, now I'm stuck with it. And I've grown to really like the name despite its quirkiness. So yeah, in short, the name of your channel won't really make or break it. So you can name your channel after your real name or find a cool, stylish company name. Just, just do whatever feels right to you. Next up, and very importantly, make videos, of course. Uh, the only way you're going to start building up a passionate audience is by uploading great videos consistently. Uh, so since the goal here is to get an audience that will in the future buy your game, you should make videos related to game dev or the gaming world. Uh, don't start posting gardening or wildlife or dance videos uh, because your audience might not all be interested in um, making or in playing games, of course. So uh, what are the types of videos that you should consider making on your YouTube channel to build up that audience? So the first type of videos that you should definitely think about making are tutorials. Uh, that's how I started my YouTube channel. I made lots of tutorials on programming, game art, animation, and more. Uh, basically, I helped a lot of people. I shared all my knowledge and experience for free. And because of that, people began to feel really thankful towards me. Uh, I was being generous and helpful towards them. And they thanked me by subscribing to my channel, uh, leaving really nice comments, and even just donating a few dollars on Patreon. So tutorials were a way for me to give, and eventually people will give back in return. Um, making tutorials were uh, also a way for me, uh, also taught me a lot and made me a better game developer. It's amazing how teaching can just help you learn as well. Uh, for example, people might request I make a random ju uh, dungeon generation tutorial series. I would have no clue how to do that. But since so many people were asking, I had the motivation to learn how to do so. Uh, and that sort of pressure helped me learn faster and figure stuff out. It was kind of like a good pressure. Uh, and then teaching to others why I'd learned firmly anchors that knowledge within me. Plus, having people regard me as a wise, very knowledgeable teacher, uh, even if that wasn't at all the case, uh, made me feel and start to behave like one. It gave me confidence and yeah, removes a lot of doubts in me, which again, helps me improve and grow faster. Second video type are devlogs. Um, now, these videos, in these videos, you basically document your own game dev journey. Um, you basically uh, share with them your, yeah, your journey. You can talk about what tools and softwares you're using, uh, the progress you've been making on your game, new characters and features added, and so on. Uh, it's basically like a vlog, but game developer style. So you can either focus on your game dev lifestyle or focus more on your game or both. Uh, I love making devlogs and I love watching these. It's really cool. Uh, so by watching you make your own game, uh, your viewers can get motivated to make their own. They might also really relate to the sort of life you're living and feel closer to you and as a result be more supportive. Uh, sharing the progress you make in a devlog video is also a great way to get people really excited about your game and eager to buy and play it when it eventually gets released. 
Now, during each devlog video, make sure to ask your audience to let you know what they think of your game and the progress you're making. Uh, ask them for advice or suggestions. Uh, for example, should the end boss be a dragon or a giant? Uh, let me know in the comment section down below. So this way people will feel even closer to you and your game because they'll actually be interacting with you and feel like they played an actual part in the creation of this game. Uh, and of course, with devlogs, you'll be getting lots of feedback if you're a cool guy and respect, <clears throat> and respect your audience and show passion and enthusiasm for what you're making, then that feedback will tend to be very positive and encouraging. Uh, it can also be very helpful, so you'll be able to improve your game. And of course, running a devlog makes you accountable. You can no longer just give up on your game project nice and quiet with nobody knowing, uh, because if you quit, hundreds, if not thousands of people um, will know that you quit. So you'll definitely think twice. And yeah, you'll procrastinate a lot less too. If you don't make any progress, people will also know because you'll have nothing to show in your weekly devlog video or whatever. But yeah, the most important is that you have fun. Uh, so tutorials and devlogs are a great way to build up an audience for sure. Uh, also improve as a developer. However, you can also make let's play videos or analyze your favorite video games and talk about their design and what makes them so cool. Just do whatever you want, wherever you find the most fun to create. Uh, because if you don't have fun creating the videos, then you'll give up and all this will be for nothing, of course. Okay, consistency. Now, of course, consistency is key, especially when starting out. You need to try your best to upload videos regularly on your channel to build up that audience. Uh, if you can upload one video per week, that's awesome. If not, try at least one every two weeks. Uh, now, quality is more important than quantity. So one great video per month is a lot better than two crappy rushed videos per week. But just keep in mind that the more videos you upload, uh, the faster your audience will grow. Again, considering that what you upload is actually interesting or helpful and entertaining. Now, if you're very inconsistent, especially when just starting out, people will usually quickly forget about you and your work and YouTube won't promote your videos as much. So be consistent um, and yeah, quality over quantity. Very, very important. As I just said, lots of crappy videos won't get you very far at all. So make videos that you yourself would enjoy watching. Now, this doesn't mean you need super expensive, top-notch quality equipment. Of course not. But what you say and show in your tutorials or devlogs, for example, should be interesting and entertaining uh, or helpful, of course. And keep your videos relatively short, especially tutorials. They shouldn't be longer than 20 minutes max. Uh, the best thing being between five and 10 minutes, in my opinion. So viewers don't get bored or lose concentration and stop watching your video before it has even ended. Also, uh, you must avoid at all costs making a video where you're mostly mumbling or even making mistakes and fixing those during the video. Uh, about five years ago, when I was 14, I started a YouTube channel and uploaded tutorials to it on how to use a 3D application called Maya. And I would basically just hit the record button and begin talking and showing people how to make something with no preparation beforehand. So despite knowing and understanding the tool, the tutorials were terrible because I was mumbling, hesitating, and making mistakes uh, due to the fact that I hadn't prepared first. And so I would upload this 30 minutes mess uh, that no one even watched, thankfully. So here's a quick guide on how I make a video uh, nowadays. I start by writing down word for word everything I'm going to say in the video, the entire script. Uh, this way I can find the right words, figure out the best way to explain a certain concept or tool if I'm working on a tutorial, 
and try and keep the video relatively short, engaging and even entertaining. Now, I'm doing all this preparation work beforehand, so I'm not freestyling my way through a video. Uh, this guarantees that there won't be any mumbling, hesitation, or mistakes during the video. Then I record my voice several times, if, uh, if need be, until I read the whole script perfectly with a clear voice and no stammering or mistakes. And once that's all done, I can begin editing. Uh, this is when I find or make bits of footage to match up with what I'm saying. So if I'm making, for example, a tutorial on coloring game characters in Photoshop, and I say at some point in the video, I'll color this character in orange, then I'll record the screen showing myself coloring a character in orange and place that bit of footage to match up with my voice. Now, of course, making a video this way takes a lot more time and energy, but you'll get better, more polished results. Uh, this method works especially well for tutorials. Of course, if you're creating a devlog, you probably won't make your video this way. You might record anything interesting you're doing during the day and talk about it and then just assemble all of that for your video. And of course, if you're creating a Let's Play video, you'll just capture your on-the-spot, unedited reactions to keep the, video, uh, keep the video fresh and fun. Now, making a great video will, of course, just take practice, and everyone is going to have different ways of doing so. Video editing and creation is a whole skill in itself. So yeah, just keep at it, keep practicing, and you'll get better for sure. Okay. Uh, equipment. Now, again, you don't need really expensive equipment and softwares to make great videos. Uh, I do recommend, however, that you spend just a bit of money on buying a decent microphone so that your voice sounds good. Uh, I'm using a Blue Yeti microphone, which costs about $150. I've had it for a year and a half, and it still works brilliantly. Uh, it's a great buy for sure if you want your voice to sound clear and crisp. To edit my videos, uh, record my voice, and capture footage, I use Camtasia Studio 9, which costs about $200, but you can of course use free softwares, especially when starting out. For example, Lightworks or Audacity to record your voice. And if you plan on filming yourself or your surroundings, for example, for a devlog, then you can just use your phone or a cheap camera. You really don't need ultra HD quality images to gather a following and get people interested in what you make. Uh, yeah, don't make that an excuse for not starting. Of course, there's nothing wrong with getting great equipment if you can afford it and really want and really wanted to up the quality of your content. It's just not a prerequisite. You, you decide what you want to do. All right, now I have some miscellaneous tips for you uh, to make a really great video. So first of all, keep the intro short. I see quite a few uh, tiny YouTubers uh, make videos with intricate, <clears throat> sorry, intricate, super long intros. Uh, I myself was guilty of that. The first videos on my channel have an intro that lasts 10 seconds. Uh, that's way too long, especially since mine was pretty boring. Uh, so yeah, keep the animated intro no longer than three to four seconds. Or don't put any at all. Uh, and don't promote anything at the start of the video, especially when starting out. So for example, don't go asking people to follow you on Twitter or support you on Patreon as soon as the video starts. Do all that at the end of the video, especially, again, when you're starting out and when nobody really cares about you. Because, uh, yeah, we live in a time where there's just so much content coming out on YouTube every single day. And the attention span and patience for most people is pretty short. So if what you make isn't almost immediately interesting or helpful, then a classic viewer won't hesitate clicking on another video. Another cool and easy thing to do to make your content better and more interesting 
<clears throat> is add some quiet background music. So no singing voice, just instruments. Uh, not only will this fill in the moments of quiet in a video, like a tutorial, for example, but will also add more atmosphere and a feeling of polish to your video. Uh, considering the music isn't too loud, of course, or fast-paced or annoying, uh, the last thing you want is to stop people from being able to concentrate because of bad music. Also, try and sound motivated and excited. Uh, unless you're making a very serious or sad video, then you should try and sound happy, uh, especially for tutorials, which can be pretty boring. So yeah, sounding happy and enthusiastic will generally make people like you more and enjoy your content more as well. Plus, some of that passion and motivation in your voice will pass on to your viewers and they'll start to feel the same way too. Um, now, you don't need to sound super excited and motivated either for your viewers to like you and your content. Uh, sounding calm, relaxed, caring, or a bit funny can be as effective and cool. Just avoid sounding angry, sad, or bored. Now, often I'll watch tutorials uh, or even devlogs where the developer sounds downright bored. And that's a sure way to also bore your viewers and lose on potential uh, supporters. And last but very important little tip, be unique. Uh, try and make content that can be found anywhere else. That's really how you're going to build up that audience. So if you're making tutorials, uh, try and make tutorials on topics that have hardly ever been covered before. Or if you make a tutorial on a uh, very well-known topic, still try and make the video unique and interesting by explaining it in a different way from a different angle or add humor to the tutorial or explain a tricky topic with cool pictures and cartoon characters. So yeah, be aware of what's already out there. Analyze existing videos so that you don't just end up making a copy of existing contents. All right, here's some tips on growing your audience. Uh, so as we talked about before, you need to be consistent. People will begin to look forward to your next video. And of course, the more videos you have, the more likely people are to find at least one, possibly subscribe and watch lots more. Uh, and then there's YouTube that tends to promote your content more if you're consistent. You want to make great videos, obviously, and that will take time and practice. Again, uh, like with any skill, the more you do, the better you'll get. You'll also want to add good tags and titles to your videos. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, make them descriptive and fun. I won't get into that in this talk, but I recommend you do some research on how to write good video titles and tags to get more viewers and have YouTube uh, promote your content more. Also, make sure to post your videos on various game dev forums, on Reddit, Facebook, or even on Discord servers. And slowly but surely establish a cool brand for yourself that people will recognize and learn to love. So use a certain color or font in all your videos, a thumbnail that people will recognize as yours, or have an awesome mascot character that represents you and your channel. Uh, establishing a brand takes time, but you need to consistently work on it. Make your brand unique and have it reflect your personality or video style. So thumbnails should have your own unique style that people will spot when scrolling through a long list of videos. Same thing for your channel's banner and logo, of course. Give it your own style and be consistent with that style so people don't get lost looking for your content and understand that all these videos come from the same creator. Again, making a cool brand would take a whole talk, so I can't go into any further detail right now. I just recommend you do some research on that before starting your channel. All right. Last but not least, don't give up. Now, we can go on and on about best strategies to grow your audience, but in my opinion, the most important thing you can possibly do is not give up. Uh, for an enormous majority of YouTubers, your channel will grow very, very slowly at first. 
Now, even if you make amazing original videos, you're still very likely to only get a handful of views and subscribers during the first few months, even first year. It took me five months to get my first 500 subscribers. But if you keep working on your channel, keep improving the quality of your videos and bettering your brand and game dev skills, then you'll eventually reach that audience you deserve, of course. And the good news is, yes, your channel will grow very slowly at first, but if you don't give up, it will tend to grow faster and faster as time goes on and you have more and more videos. So it took me five months to get 500 subscribers. And then a month later, I had doubled, reaching 1,000 subs. And six months later, I had 10,000. And 10 months after that, I reached 100K. So yes, it's great to have followers and lots of views, but those won't come very fast initially. So it's important to not get discouraged and focus instead on enjoying the video creation process and cherish the few subscribers you do have. And remember, running a YouTube channel is more than just about building up an audience that will buy and play your game. Uh, yes, that's an important factor and a great reward for the hard work you put into your channel. But as we've seen, you'll learn a lot by making videos and you'll acquire new skills like video editing and being consistent and establishing a brand. And yes, don't obsessively compare the amount of views or subscribers you have on your channel compared to some other channel. Uh, doing so is usually just a very good way to feel discouraged and uh, begin to measure your self-worth and the self-worth of others based on numbers, which is obviously very wrong. Which brings us to uh, the couple downsides uh, that come with having a YouTube channel. So first of all, uh, YouTube can be a lot of work. If you're determined to build a great channel, you'll have to put in a ton of time and energy. Uh, nothing great comes easily, of course. And that, of course, means you'll have less time and energy to spend on actually making your game or relaxing or spending time with friends and family. So it's very important to not overwork and completely burn out, which has happened to me on a number of occasions. Uh, having thousands of subscribers is not at all worth it if you're stressed out and exhausted. Uh, your physical and mental health are your greatest priorities, of course. Always remember that. Secondly, devlogs aren't always the best. Now, making devlogs is great as we've, as we've seen in this talk, but it might not be a great, way, uh, a great thing to do for every type of game. Uh, games that are very linear or very short or rely heavily on secrets and player discovery or plot twists will be difficult to cover in a devlog without spoiling the experience. Uh, I'm making a game called The Dreadful Whispers, which is a short puzzle platformer. And so when making my devlogs, I was torn between showing everything I'd done that week and not showing anything um, because I was worried I would spoil uh, the experience. Um, so yeah, keep that in mind before making a devlog or yeah, really just try and design a game that would be great to cover in a devlog. Unlike what I did, a short puzzle platformer, eh, not the best. Another downside to YouTube is getting addicted to numbers like your subscriber count, as I said before, or views per video and losing sight of what really matters, which is making great games, learning and having fun while doing so. Uh, like all avid social media users, you'll almost certainly go through periods where you'll obsessively refresh your channel page to check for new comments or subscribers and spend uh, just hours poring over analytics and comparing your numbers to the numbers of others. It's just a part of the YouTube journey. You'll have to learn how to stay disciplined and not fixate on these things that 
aren't nearly as important as you might initially think and won't bring you more happiness. Like when I had 100 subscribers, I used to think that having 10,000 would be amazing, mind-blowing, and uh, make me very happy and fulfilled. But then I reached that number, and I was far from satisfied. Like I wasn't satisfied, really. I already wanted 50,000. Uh, and when I got that, I was still unsatisfied and so on. Basically, your money, subscribers, views, you can live in a state of constantly wanting more. And that will leave you feeling very unfulfilled and unhappy. So don't focus too much on that. Easy to say, a lot harder to do, of course. Uh, and lastly, you'll sometimes have to deal with haters or unfair criticism. Uh, vo uh, avoiding it completely is impossible. If you're trying to make or do something great, uh, there will always be people to doubt you or say negative things about you, no matter how nice you are, uh, no matter how great what you make is. Just ignore it and realize that they don't really hate you. They're usually just uh, angry at themselves for either being lazy or having given up on their own passion or goals. So, uh, to conclude, uh, that's the basics of making a YouTube channel to build up a, that audience that's so important, really. Uh, so, there's some downsides to it, as I just mentioned. Uh, like with any job, really, there's always going to be a few downsides. But I think the positives of having, of having a YouTube channel outweigh largely the negatives. Uh, you'll earn money, get players that care about your game and give you feedback, learn new skills, have fun, and be more motivated and disciplined. Uh, the main takeaway here is if, if you're consistent, if you don't give up, and if you keep trying to improve your content, then you'll build up that audience for sure. It's certain. Um, if you really hate or find the process of making videos boring and only want big view counts, lots of subscribers, and money, then YouTube is definitely not the right thing for you. Uh, do it to build up an audience, but not only. It also needs to be because you like doing it and are open to learning and being disciplined and patient. Remember, no matter how slow or hard things are or get, uh, you're already miles in front of everyone that isn't even trying. I just love that quote. Just if, even if you make a little bit of an effort every time, you're already doing great. Um, okay, thanks so much for listening to this talk. Uh, hopefully you found it interesting. Uh, if you want more from me and uh, learn more about my games, my YouTube videos, my game dev courses, uh, just check out my website, www.blackmontrod.com. And yeah, that's about it. Man, what an incredible, incredible presentation, man. Like we sat here start to finish. I was watching all the Twitch comments. First, people were like, oh, we love this guy. Mm -hmm. Then they were like asking questions. And then they're like, oh, wait, he's answering my question. <laughs> so, man, a lot of foresight. Good job. Yeah, I, I think you go ahead. Should I put the lights on? I realized it just got really dark. Rocks your boat. There we go. Awesome. All right. Yeah, much, better. much better. Okay. I mean, you were covering this already. So you, you said you've been at this about uh, about two years now or a little longer. How much? Uh, it's been uh, almost two years. Yeah. In August, it will be two years. It's amazing two years of progress. And uh, it's one of those things that, of course, if you read the title, uh, it's one of those things that you have to 
think about now. YouTube, is, if anything, is the most. Uh, I think besides Twitter, uh, besides Twitter, YouTube is like the purest form of uh, getting your videos out to uh, a direct audience. Right? You build up the subscriber base, and people will be able to find it without going through all these ad loops or anything like that. And it is the video platform for anything that you want to publish video. With that being said, let's get to the questions. Right? We have a lot. So uh, again, for anyone. Uh, you can ask in Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you're watching. We do have moderators. We have our little birds over there uh, to help field the questions to us. So this comes from Funny Mushroom. The question is, how do you be unique? How do you make really interesting content for users? Uh, well, that it's a uh, very tough, uh, very, very tough. You, I think it's very hard to be unique when you're just starting out. You can't find that uniqueness the more you do it. So uh, initially, maybe don't... Um, so obviously, it's good to strive and try and be unique, but uh, don't stress about it too much. Just try and do a great job. Try and have fun what you're, uh, in what you're doing. Just really trying to enjoy the process. And the more you do it, the, the better you're going to get, the more original you're going to get. Uh, also, it's about you know, analyzing the videos and, and games that already do exist. And uh, trying to just be different from them. Uh, so if you see like some guys teaching something in a certain way, and maybe you think that can be improved by adding pictures, uh, kind of illustrating what the guy's saying, or uh, again teaching it and being a bit funny, or even making a game, teaching people how to make games. There's all kinds of ways to be unique. So analyze other people, what they're making, and yeah, just try and and be different from them. It's, yeah, it's, it's tough being original. It just, it comes with experience, I think, uh, and really enjoying what you're doing. That's dope, dude. Uh, next question I have comes from left-handed Heather. Uh, Heather, thanks for returning for day number two. I recognize the name from yesterday. Question number one from her is, uh, how do you feel about consistency uh, versus style? Or wait, hold on. Let me. Okay. How do you feel about consistency of style versus the variety of style? So, for example, all of your videos are about game development, but the content changes, right? Because one game may be very cartoony with simple gameplay, and then another game you may be working on later is more elegant and has like a higher emphasis on story, et cetera. So that will probably change the type of content that you're showing. So what's your strategy for being consistent throughout, even as your content types to change? Uh, so where I think it's important to be consistent is, yeah, first of all, in how often you upload videos, uh, in um, the quality of your content and also kind of the, the brand style. So each like thumbnail should have that, you know, recognizable art style or recognizable font or mascots. So people know that that is from the same creator, but obviously if you're too consistent in what you make, so if you're always doing the same type of game or the same kind of tutorial and stuff, people are going to get bored. So it's important to be consistent for certain things, but also be very uh, inventive and try and be always different for other kinds of things. So you always try and make different types of videos and different types of games uh, from the same creator, but kind of, yeah, just in innovate in that. Otherwise you risk, you run the risk of uh, getting your viewers feeling a bit bored of what you're making. You yourself will get bored if you always make the same thing. So yeah, try and be innovative uh, on that side of things. If you want to make, you know, you're making a shooter, don't start making 10 shooter games just to be consistent. Uh, you just do other things. All right. So the uh, next question here is from uh, Freddie 
Ilha. The question is, how do you deal with haters? I don't know what that is. Do you have any? Yeah. Uh, so I know some people that quit YouTube because people have been very mean for no reason. How do you deal with that? So, yeah, if you have like a, a dagger in the heart piece of advice, like even more so than like towards the end that you had. Uh, luckily, luckily, I've not had too much hate. Uh, really not at all much. Like most the, the the community has just been so supportive ever since I started this journey. So I've really not had that many haters. Uh, uh, I've been lucky on that front. Afterwards, there of course I have had some, uh, and either a I just ignore it because you know they just write a, a mean comment, for example, and and I see it and you just no no needs to answer it really. It's um, there's no point fixating on that one bad comment when you've got hundreds of other great ones. It's just is useless. Um, Afterwards, if you've got haters that are close to you, like maybe even friends or neighbors or even your family that can kind of be very uh, doubtful towards what you're doing at first or even like have hate on what you're doing. I've not had much of that at all, but um, I guess it's just important to yeah not pay that much attention to it. Just stay true to you, uh, do what you feel is right. And again, know that these haters, they're just very, I think, very... Um, uh, like they're not really happy with themselves. I don't think any really successful and happy person will um, hate on somebody else. That's not true. So just know that that person is just probably not feeling good inside and uh, is taking out on you or all of his insecurities about, you know, what you should do in life and stuff are coming out to you. So yeah, just, just ignore it. They're really not that important. It's um, uh, yeah, it's just that that's really about it. Yeah, that's that's key right there, because, you know, a lot of people will like to project. They'll see someone else failing or doing something like a small thing like what this guy bought his mom, a hundred thousand dollar car. Here's 10 reasons why this person will not be successful. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like this person just bought their, per you know, their mother, a hundred thousand dollar car. Like, relax. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're doing well I, enough. I, I definitely <laughs> sign off on that, too. Just to add on, I think I, a lot of haters. Want attention, obviously. I think that's first a priority. But as soon as you start talking to these, some, of course, most or some are untalkable. But I feel like a good portion just wants to have an interaction with you. And this is the way they kind of reach out and get attention. Because it's true, you kind of browse past all the nice comments to look at the haters, uh, to see the negative comments, see what you're doing wrong, right? Which is uh, kind of backwards and it's something that we need yeah. to fix as a society. And I, I actually, I'll take one moment before I ask you the next question. No, I think I was watching like a Joe Rogan podcast clip and he was like, do you think Michael Jordan leaves YouTube comments? Like, that, <laughs> yeah. that put it in perspective. He was like, someone successful is like yeah, on success and living like a good life. Yeah. The last thing that they're doing is yeah, yeah. trudging through. It's true. Especially if they're secure. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, so anyway, yeah. uh, I've got a comment comes from X Spitzy. It looks like it says, uh, let's see. How do you deal with the slow growing period? Like, how do you keep motivation to keep making good videos and deal with the YouTube growth system, which is really bad for small content creators who still make really good content? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, that's something I've been having trouble with. Um, I think all YouTubers go through phases where, yeah, they start fixating on numbers, subscribers, views. Uh, but as I said, you know, you're, you're going to go through periods where things are very slow and it's just about not fixating on that, not, um, you know, putting all your efforts, all your energy into caring about these numbers. Yes, they're important, but what's so much more important, what's so much more fulfilling in the long run is uh, enjoying what you're doing. So if you have fun doing what you're doing, what you're doing, if you enjoy making games, if you feel like you're learning, and if you know that your content is good, 
then I mean you're doing the most you can. Uh, and uh, like, if the YouTube algorithm is not on your size, then sure you can try always try to make clickbait videos and that sort of stuff to you know make things go faster again. But I, I'm not sure that's the best. I think really just don't fixate on it. Uh, I truly believe, and it's been working well for me so far. I just believe that if I keep on trying to, to better myself, uh, keep on trying to make better content and really just focus on enjoying uh, what I'm what I'm doing that I know in the long run uh, I'm going to you know get that audience I deserve I think if you put in the work the the universe is going to deliver the order in the end it's just it's just a fact so don't worry if you, if you if you deserve it and if you're putting in that work you'll you'll get there man I love your attitude and outlook I I, I want more success for you because I think you're the type of person who has a great audience and you're going to be continuing to help and benefit people like that type of attitude is key and I think more people need it so. Anyone watching this, go support. Please go follow Black Darn Prod on YouTube. Go learn something. Go follow this guy and make games. Mm-hmm. Um, before, well, after doing ahead, that, uh, come back here and listen to the answer to this question. So this comes from Left Handed Heather again. How do you maintain the balance between game dev, YouTube, and real life? Uh, another thing I've been having problems with <laughs> is I'm keep on learning. Like Again, I've just been doing this for three years, so... I clearly uh, have, uh, I think, lack of balance when it comes to my kind of real life, social life, you know, just doing sport and stuff and work because I'm just so passionate. I just love making games and videos so much. And on top of that, I'm getting rewarded for it. Like I'm earning money. I'm getting these all these nice comments. So it, it's very easy uh, to, to fall in the trap of just working, you know, 10, 12 hours a day and just you know, like realizing when the, the sun is setting that you've not stepped a foot outside, you haven't done any sports. It's something that uh, I'm working on. Uh, I'm really trying more and more to uh, limit the amount of time I spend on the computer. Um, I'm trying to maybe even take your know, Sunday off completely. Uh, and it really does uh, you a lot of good. I know for sure that you're, if you just work all the time, you're going to burn out and then you're going to lose a lot of time in the long run. So it's good to, and again, I mean, game dev is awesome. Work is awesome. Achieving things is great, but it's, it's so, it's like not as important as your physical, uh, mental health and just spending time with family and friends going on holiday. I mean, that's really where a lot of the happiness comes from also. So don't sacrifice your, your yeah, life or just to, to make great stuff. Um, again, I'm learning, I'm keep on, I burnt out like uh, this summertime because I yeah, just worked so much. And yeah, that was an eye opener, an eye opening experience. I realized that if I don't take breaks, I'm not going to get anything done anyway. So yeah, it's really important to, to have a balanced life. And you're, you're killing it, dude. Uh, another question for you from Avocado Bro. This one is, why would you focus on building an audience of developers? Wouldn't a gamer audience be more beneficial for your final product? Uh, uh, yeah, so how I said, you know, anything that's related to the game uh, world, so uh, like gamers or even game developers, is going to be beneficial to you. Uh, me, I start, I kind of um, built this uh, game developer audience, uh, and it wasn't really a conscious thing. It's just I did it because I, I liked making tutorials. I liked sharing my game dev experience. So that's why I did. Um, I could have obviously made Let's Play videos or videos more targeted towards Let's Players, uh, towards gamers, I mean. But uh, I don't think I would have enjoyed making that sort of content as much. 
So there you have it. But uh, yeah, I guess there's more gamers than there are game creators. So you would probably benefit more. You probably get more sales and more views and subscribers if you made, uh, if you try to build a gamer uh, audience. Me again, I just did that because it was a more rewarding thing for me to to show people how I make my games. And and also I love the game creation community because these are all people that, that are making games so they understand each other and they can help each other out. And it's just a, a really nice community. All in all, I'm, I'm just so happy to be a part of it, really. All right, man. We love you being a part of it. So this is the last question uh, for audience. Go ahead and keep asking. Maybe Noah will drop in the Twitch and answer it uh, or maybe not. But here it is. Uh, Silent N Hero asks, what are your feelings on teaching tutorials for subjects? You're still learning yourself. This is actually a pretty good question. I've heard advice that sometimes that's a good thing because experts tend to forget and what it's like to be a total beginner in their subject. Well, totally, totally. Uh, I, I, I'm such a beginner myself. I only started making games seriously three years ago. Um, and so that was one of my goals when I started my YouTube channel is really make tutorials for beginners. Cause I remember just feeling so frustrated and not understanding how to program in C sharp because the tutorials, uh, back then seemed so complex. I just couldn't understand what was going on. Uh, easy, programming has easily been the hardest thing for me to learn. So when I started to understand programming more and more, I really felt this need to share that knowledge with others in a very easy way, uh, which is why I've made so many tutorials on programming and I made two Udemy courses with my brother as well. So yeah, it's, um, I think as a beginner, like that was another thing. I was very hesitant also to make my YouTube channel. On one side, I really wanted to, but the other, I didn't really want to because I thought I wasn't good enough. I thought I was a beginner and so I had no right to teach others how to uh, make games because I didn't know how to do it myself. But um, uh, that, that's silly because you can learn. I think beginners probably, as you said, you know, will learn uh, maybe in, in an easier way if another beginner is teaching them because you know, that beginner doesn't take anything for granted. He's going to teach everything from the ground up uh, in a very slow, easy way. Whereas experts, as you said, you know, they might, um, because they've been doing this for so long, they might know lots of things and think the other viewer knows it as well. Uh, even if they don't. So yeah, if you want to start a YouTube channel, even if you're a complete beginner, you can do that. And uh, as I said in the talk, you'll also learn so much uh, by, by making videos. You're going to improve like crazy. Man, Noah, we appreciate you taking the time to help all of us be better YouTube content creators, but also breaking down your own strategies, which a lot of people in this day and age, when it comes to a self-run business and making money, there's a lot of people who don't want to share their tips and success because usually it means that the competition is going to get an extra step up or two, right? You're creating more YouTubers, more people who are watching this are game developers who may be stepping into your waters. And that's not any sort of like ominous like warning. It's more so me appreciating how open you are about helping a community of like-minded individuals in an age where a lot of people don't really do that. And so, you know, kudos to you. Thank you for being a part of this. We're so happy that, you know, you and Brackies are helping us get this going. Glad that we got in touch. And from day one, we knew that you were special, man. So thank you for proving us right and helping us support (laughs) us, man. Thanks a lot. It's really been been great. Uh, I'm so glad again that you you reached out to me and yeah, I hope the, the other talks go well as well. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Noah. Uh, if there's any last plug, I think people kind of know, uh, go to your YouTube channel. But if there's anything else you want to give a shout out to, the platform is yours. 
I've mostly said, I think, yeah, just visit my, my websites. Uh, there you'll find your know, links to my games, my, my Udemy courses. I have made two whole Udemy courses teaching others how to make games uh, with my brother Liam. So if you want to support me and if you also want to learn how to make games, then uh, definitely consider checking out those courses. And also, uh, I'm gonna have a little break now, but in 10 minutes, I'll probably be in the Black and Proud Discord server if you want to ask me more questions or whatever else. All right. You heard it here first. Blackthorn Pro Discord server. You can ask Noah a couple extra questions there. Yeah, there you go. Thank you so much, Noah. All right. Cheers, guys.